welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, hello, Broads. Good morning. Remember, I just had a memory. Remember what I used to say? In Paradise last time it was like beachy bitches. Oh yeah, beach bitches. <laughs> sandy sluts. San- yes, sandy <laughs> sluts. Uh, it's that. been too long. And Morning, honestly, I am feeling beachy and sandy right now because we only have to recap one damn episode, and I am so happy because we can actually Such like relief. talk about it in depth and not just be trying to blaze through everything. I know it's just too much. Will it only be one episode? I think the remainder. Way? Praise the Lord. Praise Hallelujah. the gods of reality TV because I can't do it anymore. I won't be on the next one, but at least I'm only missing one episode. I know. Luckily, I'm, you're not I'm missing the finale. Me- I'm going to be in batch- in paradise. You really will be. In Mexico. I'm excited for you. I'm excited. We'll too. try to keep the spirit alive. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, something I am very excited about today. We are joined by a guest. Now, Broads, if you follow an account on Instagram, unpaid emotional labor, you know that it is perhaps one of the best, in our opinion, commentaries. If you don't follow, you follow immediately. Follow. Because while the show is airing, this individual provides the best meme commentary content of the show, in my opinion, by a mile. Okay? Facts. <laughs> I I get distracted from watching the show because I'm following along with right. her content. Right. And she has agreed to come on our show today to recap sophie james welcome Hi. i'm literally like squealing so i'm like these are lies what is this <laughs> it is so true i, I, I appointment guys i've been <laughs> getting so distracted recently watching the episode because i'm just waiting for your next meme to pop up because i'm just like tell me how to feel right now sophie <laughs> i watch all of that actually no that's not true not always but sometimes i watch like half of them beforehand and i'm like what is she talking about and then i'm like okay i'm gonna find out oh it's me all even sorts if you of context. So what? What's going on? The definition of her mind is fascinating. Oh yeah, and Sophie always has these crazy names, and I like never. Sometimes I don't know who you're talking about, even watching that. So. I'm, I'm like, sure wait, is Jim Catalog Joe? Joe? Jim Catalog Joe. Inspector Gadget is grocery store Joe. He has since renounced that title and he's gone to greener pastures. So I try not to talk about anyone's looks or say anything like normal bachelor content accounts are just kind of like just mean and not original. So I just stick to. You're like, I am mean and original. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So Jim Catalog Joe was courtesy of my favorite Kelsey and. She was, it was this weird conversation of getting to know Joe on the beach. And she's like, oh, well, we call you Jim Joe. And he's like, what? Yeah, because you you dress like you was walked out of a gym catalog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'm like, this is brilliant. I need more of Kelsey. And then she looks over to Brendan. She's like, and he's like, wait, what do you call me? And she's like, oh, you're best dress. And it's just like, <laughs> you just shaded the hell out of this man. You know, he's just sweaty me. and sullen in the corner. I was like, oh, no, you're best dress. And so I'm just like, Jim Catalog Joe, that's his name. Honestly, we know, though, at least it didn't hurt Jim Catalog Joe's feelings too bad because we see him in this episode in sweat socks on a uh, a strewn out. This purple sateen basketball court. (laughs) 
Like, where did he get them? And just the regular gym catalog gray shirt. It was truly horrific. I was dying. I was actually. The the sheen. And it was like a night shoot. How is there shine off of those basketball shorts? What was that? It was too much. That's how you know they're that shiny. And then the funny thing is, is like, I remember hanging out with Joe in person one time and he was wearing like. Comme des Garçons jeans. And oh. I was like, wait a second, what's happening here? Who are who are you truly? I'm it's so confusing. I was also laughing because I was listening to Clickbait, their recent episode. You're giving where them listens? I'm giving clickbait, of course. I'm figuring out. I'm figuring out. You don't just listen to Chatty Broads. For I just your listen to Chatty content? Broads on a loop over and over again just to make sure our numbers <laughs> stay good. Jessica, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I was listening to clickbait because I'm like, I need to find out. Natasha, you yeah. know, talked about yeah. the whole Brendan situation and her and Piper's quote on you know the, her non-relationship yeah. with piper which we can talk about but um they oh. were they were shading joe so much for his clothes on the episode <laughs> and he actually seemed personally <laughs> offended to the point where taisha was like all right we'll be done well we can move on the topic because you seem like this is really bothering you <laughs> he seemed joe. he seemed unsettled on the beach he was like really like do i look that bad Yes, he's been a little unsettled in general. Um, I mean, I was just waiting for like the big to for there to be like a hole in the sock just for it to finally. okay, this is this makes sense. Yeah, I need a little bit of something, something. Give me a little. Exactly. Like, oh, authentic. There we go. Like it was it's just too much. And then Serena. God bless her. But, you know, where do you want to start, guys? Okay, so we should start with, I mean, the episode pretty much starts out with the attack on, mm, I don't, attack is a strong word, attack on Brendan and Piper, um, which I am curious to hear, since you listened to Clickbait, what is Natasha's take on her relationship with Piper? Please tell us. Enlighten us. Okay, so Natasha said here a few things. Did they address Piper's like little statement or no? They didn't really like hone in on her they statement, don't, like, but do they, that kind of thing. They, do they, they talked about they it do? a little bit, but it was kind of just it was kind of a brief okay. overview. Okay. Um, the biggest thing that Natasha wanted to talk about first of all is that my theory is thrown out the window, which. Goodbye to my theory because it was a hurtful theory for her. We don't want that for Natasha. She was like, I don't know her. Who yeah. And so woman? it's like, I apologize, Natasha. My theory's getting out of hand. The truth of the matter is, um, is that she met Piper in person one time at the nail salon. Yeah, yeah. She invited Kit to get her nails done and said, hey, bring some of the girls from your season. It's kind of like an event. You know how those events sure. go. And so Piper was there and she said, we did talk. And she told me that she was kind of starting to see Brendan. Okay. And Natasha said, I've never met Brendan before. There, the, the trip where like everyone was in New York, she was in Mexico at the time. Um, but she says when she went on the beach with Brendan that she had multiple conversations that were edited out of the show where she talks about the fact that she has met Piper before and did talk to Piper about the fact that she was talking to Brendan which she said she even brought up on the beach that they cut out that she ha- got her nails done with Piper. And she's like, I didn't do this whole, like, I don't know who Piper is. She's mm. like, however they made it look, we had the conversation. I even brought up the nail salon. She said, that's why I specifically then pulled Brendan aside oh my and was like, hey, so this whole Piper thing, like, I, she knows that they had been seeing each other. How serious it, 
is it basically? Because she's yeah. heard from Piper. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Brendan, you know, did the whole like we've maybe gone out twice and then just continued to reassure Natasha that uh, he has, you know, has had more intense conversations already with Natasha, that everything with Piper is just is just casual. And Natasha said, from my perspective, I knew she's like, I was told by Piper that Piper was not going to be going on Bachelor in Paradise because she couldn't get work off. Oh, so she said when Brendan showed up on the beach, that was so that I'm was going, a- OK, so it is casual because if you're actually dating, dating someone, you're not going to come here. And Piper's not coming because Piper has work and I already talked to her about it. So there's this angle <laughs> where <laughs> liars, nothing but liars. <laughs> so lazy at it so i'm guessing that maybe and if they saw each other the day before he left for paradise obviously they both knew that she was coming on yes obviously he wasn't a bit surprised when she showed up no of course not natasha was though yes sure because natasha you know obviously of course if you're part of the show you know that they're always going to try to fuck you over and throw you for a loop so there's obviously in the back of your head like piper might walk down but I've talked to Piper. Piper couldn't get work off. Brendan <gasps> said that he that this is very casual. So what am I supposed to think? She was deceived. She was fully deceived. Bamboozled. And she said then she was thrown off too. And then Piper came down and they were talking because she said she brought up to Piper in their conversation that was edited out. Like, hey, you and I had talked when we got to the nails. You said that you were kind of seeing him and I didn't, you know, blah, blah, blah. So they, she said that they edited out. A bunch of stuff where she talks about the fact that she knew the background situation going on. Wow. Yeah. What the hell? This is truly shocking. This reminds <laughs> me of the news break of last week where we found out it was Mari's idea to have the birthday party for Kenny. Oh, yeah. Um, Demi came in and suit that. So this is, I mean, that's the kind of context that may change things a little bit. But my question is. What made Natasha think she was so all in with Brendan? Did she give context to that? Because that's what I have not been able to understand. She she did. they lied. Okay, they played what you guys are all here to do. But what was this fascination? She had on her widow's black yesterday with the red lip. What what was this connection she (laughs) felt like could not have been taken up by, you know, smite hungry Aaron or somebody else? Right. So she says, you know, this is then when Taisha had some things to say, too. Okay. This got Taisha upset. Apparently, immediately on the beach, she wasn't like beelining towards Brendan. They started talking. She felt like they had a good connection. Brendan kept saying very clearly to Natasha that he wanted to take things slow because of his divorce. He's very (gasps) fragile and he still isn't ready. So Natasha said that he kept doing this whole thing like, I'm taking it slow because of my divorce. I'm still hurt. I'm still da-da-da-da. So Natasha said even the first episode where Brendan comes down and he's doing the ITM where he's like, I'm a new man. She's like, I'm fuming watching it because she's like, I haven't seen these ITMs yet. And he's been telling me, I'm not ready for like, or I need to take things slow. I need to take things slow. And he told her after he had his date with Demi, he came back and was like, and she's like, so you guys like made out and da da da. And he goes, yeah, yeah. Like I didn't want to, she grabbed me and you know, I want to take things slow. And he kept making her feel like we have this emotional connection. Like he was saying, 
I have a deeper emotional connection with you, but I want to take things slow because of my divorce. So Tasha on clickbait is like, fuck that noise. Also, which he says again in the episode, and Tasha has 0% chance with anyone else here. (laughs) I have to laugh to keep from coming because I would have gone to jail. Oh, any man said, I mean, she had no prospects. And what, I mean, you wouldn't have been here. You wouldn't have lasted as long if I didn't keep giving you out these pity roses. I would have slapped the dog shit out of him. <laughs> yes. You would have been banned from the beach like Jordan Kimball. <laughs> One thousand percent. Would I have body slammed someone? No, but it would have been a physical altercation. And it would not have been pretty. And so... That, I mean, he's a trash human. And I, I, even with my unpopular opinion of how the whole Brendan Piper, Natasha situation kind of looked like to me, sure. I never, it was, it's indisputable. He is a trash human being to quote Trey of Spy Kids fame. <laughs> to add that piece is um, um, fragile and weak for my divorce. We would have been fighting. So what oh. did Tasha say? Oh no! Well, Tasha was just like you could tell that Tasha was trying to hold back and not maybe give too much information. Like Tasha was saying too, she's like, I don't want to make this about me and my relationship with Brendan. She's like, but obviously, things that you're saying feel familiar. <sighs> yep. To yep. me, when Brendan left, and it was the divorce piece. Yep. And she's like the fact and then Tasha was saying she's like the fact that oh she's like I've been through a divorce myself. She's like Brendan and I bonded over the pain that that causes. She's like so when someone uses the pain of a divorce and the trauma of a divorce to try to manipulate the situation like goodbye forever. But I'm you know I'm the same as you Sophie. It was like I had these questions about the or my perspective about the Brendan Piper Natasha situation um but there's never been a question in my mind. Yeah with the way that Brendan behaved was just absolutely despicable. And then after listening to clickbait and hearing the behind the scenes from Natasha, it was just like, Brendan looks like you're going to lose another hundred K my guy. (laughs) Embarrassing. He needs to go back to, um, what was he before? What was his job? He was some kind of contractor. Just go back to spackling and shellac. Cause it's not gonna like your prospects are done. Like he cannot milk this, whatever or the followers of the math that he yeah. was doing like rain man like you're not getting anything <laughs> okay Ridiculous. also do we want to talk about his reel yes his so re- his acting reel did you see YouTube? his acting reel <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna lie to you guys i thought that he was i thought that he was a better actor than greg oh, by, by a, a landslide by a mile a much better actor than Greg. <laughs> you mean he was better than the pointing fingers and the 90s comic bit? <laughs> oh my God. I really hate that man. Like, I, I mean, my hatred for Greg is... <laughs> no snow bounds. I, in therapy. It, it's, it's just not okay. It's not okay. Okay, Bros, we have to take a quick pause before we dive more into this. Um, tell me this. Why... Why do we all go by these traditional retail sizes? Why? Tell me, what does a medium person look like? How do two people wear a medium when they're different heights? Okay, pants are made to fit one type so of true. body, right? And everyone else has to just settle then for a less than perfect fit. You are a measurement, not a size, okay? And pants should take that into account more than just one measurement. Uh, you don't have to change shopping for clothes, does. No one wants to take their athleisure wear to the tailor when you're spending that much money on performance wear. It should fit but it rarely does. And that's why you've got to check out public 
Rec. They make athleisure wear to waist and inseam sizes because they believe comfort starts with a better fit. And they're so good. Public Rec's all-day jogger. Okay. I got this in the mail. Gray thought that I had ordered him sweatpants. And he was like, are these mine? No, they didn't fit him. But then he was like, does this brand have men's pants? And I was like, yes, they do. <laughs> oh so my he made God. me get on and wanted me to order him a pair of his own all-day joggers. They're so immediately. good. Um, okay, so these are first-of-their-kind technical pants available in waist and inseam sizes. So this means we can shop based on our unique proportions, and they have options. There are 30 combination sizes and four different length options, so these joggers will fit your body perfectly in all the right places. Oh, and they are super thick, high-rise, no-roll waistbands, and they keep the comfort going all day long. Public Rec spent years engineering the perfect blend of softness, stretch, and durability, and it's all the performance benefits you love with the added style for more formal occasions. Um, and you can tell that they have spent years engineering it because it is the perfect, it's just the perfect fit. It's everything. I have never had pants that fit so well, and on top of that, they're so cute. So, hey, great added bonus. Uh, Public Rec, not just joggers. They've got incredibly comfort, comfortable t-shirts, sweatshirts, and jackets, so you can now enjoy Public Rec's better-fitting comfort in all aspects of your wardrobe. Public Rec rarely discounts, but right now they have an exclusive offer just for Chatty Broads listeners. Go to publicrec.com and use our code Chatty to receive 10% off. That's publicrec.com and use promo code Chatty for 10% off. I haven't seen any other brands do sizing like Public Rec does, so check them out. Yeah, they're amazing. Uh, Broads, so for the longest time, I was a silent sufferer of, well, numerous things, but mostly of anxiety and sleeplessness. Okay, I would get in bed, spend the next four hours in a rabbit hole of yeah, anxious thought, right? Get a few hours of bad sleep and then spiral because I was tired all day the next day. Let me just say that is not a way to live your life. Uh, it sucks. No, thank you. It does not have to be like that, though, okay? With the help of Feels Premium CBD, you can be feeling your best all the time. Feels Premium CBD has helped me so much with my anxiety and sleep sleeplessness. Yeah, I literally actually took Feels last night for a migraine that I had because I use it a lot to combat pain. Uh, I know some people might get freaked out by the term CBD because they haven't used it before or they aren't sure how it works. And Feels gets that, so that's why they have their free CBD hotline to help you walk through help walk you through the process and they'll help you find your perfect dose and once you're ready to start using feels you just place a few drops under your tongue when you think you need it and you feel the difference in just minutes and if this isn't your first go around with cbd then make sure you join the feels community so you can get your feels cbd delivered right to your door every month uh you'll always have it on hand when you need it plus you'll save money on each order start feeling better with feels become a member today by going to feels.com chatty and you'll get 50 percent off your first order with free shipping that's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash chatty to become a member and get 50% off taken, taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash chatty. So fall is, uh, to me, is all about fresh starts. Maybe it stems from my school days, back to school shopping, new school supplies. And always, always, always my personal care got a bit of an upgrade. New perfume, makeup, Ooh, you know, that's smackers, the right? Smackers lip gloss in my younger years. Uh, but this fall, let's Look to also upgrade the personal care routines of the men in our lives, because why the heck not? They deserve it, too. Uh, if that sounds like a mountain-sized task, let us introduce you to Hawthorne. They make personal care for men easier than it's ever been. Hawthorne is so cool because it's elevated, but it's not complicated. 
Which, let's be real, that's the dream personal care routine for everyone. I mean, really, the first and only step is to take Hawthorne's quiz. Either you have your man take it, or if it's a gift, take it for him. Hawthorne will ask things like, how often do you work out? What's your ideal night off? Describe your skin, so on and so forth. And then based on the answers, they develop the perfect routine that includes products specifically for your guy. Tailored to his body, his skin, his hair, and his lifestyle. I swear, Broads, every guy, you know, would love an updated personal care routine, even if they're not telling you who doesn't want that? I've always gifted Hawthorne gift sets uh, for so many birthdays, Christmases, and stocking stuffers. It's always a hit and is my go-to for uh, many men throughout the past like two years. And let me tell you, Evan's Hawthorne products, dreamy. I sniff mm. him all over mm. the house. It smells so sexy. <laughs> Take Hawthorne's <laughs> quiz today and get started on your personalized self-care routine by going to hawthorne.co and use promo code chatty to get 10% off your first purchase. That's H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E dot C-O, promo code chatty. Hawthorne.co, promo code chatty. But he has an acting reel. This is legit. This is, you guys aren't like pranking you me. You haven't seen it? Brendan's? No, I don't listen. I only have a hundred. I only follow 120 people. Okay. Okay. You haven't seen Brendan's real. Anyone from Bachelor Nation? No. Okay. Sophie, I will send it to you immediately after this podcast is over. Um, you know, people are clowning <laughs> on the real and it's not that there's bad. one scene where he is, he is kind of doing a, uh, a James Dean esque, you know, red under the eyes <laughs> screaming <laughs> moment. And it's the <laughs> most expressive we've ever seen Brendan times a thousand. Kind of um, like the Nicolas Cage, like, face-off scene. Yeah, just like, him <laughs> screaming where he's just like, this is who I am. And you're like, oh, my God, Brendan. Oh, my God. I mean, he, he he gave it a little bit to us in the Joe confrontation where we saw Brendan's blood pressure rise for the first that time. That concern you. That gave me a lot of, oh, okay, I see he was pulling from a few good men. <laughs> I get it. Okay, it's making sense. That scene was so bizarre to me. Now I know. He wanted to be an actor. It's an actor. <laughs> so my thing is, it's like these these men who have these who want to be these actors, and then they have. I'm like, just I would I would live. I what I pray Which, for. What I pray for is on Michelle's season that we have a handsome man stroll in, and he says, "Hi, Michelle. I am here. I am an actor. I'm an aspiring actor, and I'm really into you." And I'm like, let's just let's just be honest from the front. Like, I'm not going to shun you because you're an actor. We're all we're all here on screen. Really, there's cameras everywhere. Okay, so I was scrolling back in Tammy's feed because Grayston and I were arguing about whether or not she's gotten lip fillers. That's what we do while we're watching (laughs) Paradise. And I was like, no, she hasn't had lip fillers. Scrolling back. Tammy also used to be an actor. actress. Really? going out for auditions hashtag model life hashtag actress life this is my guess that at least (laughs) half of at least half of the people on the show have been i would say at least 75 percent have done modeling and then probably like at least 25 to 30 have tried their hand in acting that's a high percentage it is because technically if i audition for the show They'd be like, there's photos that you can find of me with my headshots in college when I was doing my like theater. And I'm like, I'm the type of person who'd want to go on a reality TV show. Why? Because I love the camera and I love attention. Yeah. I mean, and and yeah, like you're talking about with the modeling too and good looking people. You want to know something interesting? I did a survey of the house on the uh, when I was on The Bachelor about breast implants. 
survey of the house. Over 30% of the women in the house when there was like over 20 of us had had breast implants, which is an wow. extremely high percentage. So these, high. so these percentages are... Quality not research. The, <laughs> not that, that says anything about anyone having them, but this I was just like proportionate to the proportionate to the population. This is an extremely high percentage. What I'm look the content I'm looking for, honestly, is for people to be on the show, come off the show, and like post the exact. If they have breast implants, please post your surgeons' names because Mama is looking to get a lift in the near future. <laughs> and these and are they are beautiful. Real nice. Like, can you? This is the content that I'm needing. Pro like, like I don't know where to go. Please let me know. Also give us your acting agents info as well. That's the thing. Okay. So this whole tangent is just fascinating to me because that was, my, that was my hot take last week of why are we pretending that they aren't in a show to gain clout and followers and to monetize their brand? Right. What right. is this commitment? Right. Well, I get it. It's commitment to the craft. Um, but <laughs> The thing that I don't like, and I think the real villains are the, the producers, is because now you use these dog whistle terms to now outside of the scope of the show to where they're legitimizing these foaming at the mouth, rabid raccoons to go and bully people who they're all playing the game in whatever angle. You want to be famous on a villain edit? Do you go crazy? Mm -hmm. You want to... Uh, get famous on your big little lies, shawl over the shoulder, looking out at the ocean. <laughs> like that's what they did. Doing a lot of Nicole Kidman work last week. Do that. <laughs> just be honest. Like Jess said, come on the show season. Say, hey, I'm just a guy looking for love who happens to be an actor. You know, like, why are we all pretending like this is this is real? Because anyone will weaponize that at any point that they get. I mean, it happened on my season of The Bachelor. I was in the house with all the women and I was like, ladies, we're all on the same page, right? You know, and I thought that they were, I thought that they were my friends. And so I'm like, wait until I have, you know, the Becca show following this. Wait until I'm The Bachelor. Just, you know, chatting with friends, thinking that we're all chummy and on the same page of being self-aware that we're on a reality tv show meanwhile yeah. two or three women are in itms being like i can't believe that like <laughs> becca is here for fame and to be the bachelorette you know it's like so anytime anyone says anything remotely alluding to the real fact that everyone's on tv everyone else takes that as an opportunity to jump down their throats that was that was the the piece for me that was uh Top top notch confusing personally yeah. was when Joe and his crew came for Brendan and Piper, uh, as Piper calls the disgruntled females, <laughs> where I took my TV and I smashed it into a million pieces against my wall. Uh, Piper said that too. No. Brendan. Oh, 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 I was like, they that. both said females. Oh no, oh, no, 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 no. I but don't did, know why I heard you. When that. he said disgruntled, I, I was females. like, I was like, sir, your fall from grace is so deep. <laughs> so deep. I, I think he's still falling. He's still Listen falling. Close, he's still falling. <laughs> yeah, like I haven't heard the thud quite yet. Exactly. It hasn't happened yet. Do you think he's just in his room, like throwing things? Like, <laughs> I mean, like every time he sees a thousand followers drop from his Instagram, he just gets into a rage. I have this he's like on a Zoom call with Greg. How do I pivot? How to pivot? Pivot? Like just <laughs> like Ross from Friends. Like yeah. they are having a really good power lunch right now. Yes. Like, <laughs> 
our best laid plans blew up in our faces. What are we to do? I don't know. Like, what did William Esper Academy teach you? (laughs) Tell me your ways. I'm. I just have this 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 feeling I can't shake that Brendan and Greg currently are on like a a two day getaway to like Miami because they're like, dude, I need to just cool off. I need to cool. I need some me time. Like, turn the phone off. Turn off social media. And they're just having this like getaway. Well, don't don't talk about uh, let's. But my words are getting all messed up. Let's not talk about how every man in Bachelor Nation is hanging out with Greg. They were literally up like five blocks from me uh, two weekends ago when I posted the picture of Jim Catalog Joe hanging out with them. Literally in my neighborhood. And I'm just kind of like, 911. <laughs> just get them away from me. I don't want to hear them breathing. Next, up. <laughs> They're in my vicinity. Get them out of here. Next paparazzi shot. Your Sophie's just in the background. She's just like, <laughs> They're in Fulton Market. Like, literally, I put them out their location and I would just live it. Live get out it. Of my um, okay, but what I was saying was with, with Joe and his crew, this is what took me a top-notch confusion. The opportunity for confrontation for Brendan about Natasha is so valid for the group to be like, hey, guy, oh, yeah. what you did to Natasha is so fucked up. Are we going to yeah. address this? Yeah. Like, the 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 confrontation was and and the opportunity for confrontation was laid right there for them and yet the focus became this why are you talking about followers like this pre like the the hyper fixation was not about him hurting natasha it was about like you're not playing by the rules and that was just so confusing to me i was like why are why isn't this becoming a big deal about what brendan did to natasha and why are we obsessing over this whole idea about, you know, you guys were dating before. It's like everyone on the beach knows that producers talk to you before. You kind of game plan what li- what your strategy is going to look like on the beach mm-hmm. to a certain extent. And then like you were saying, Sophie, and then Blake, uh, Blake H., our king, yes, going off on his Instagram <laughs> stories last night was just like the hypocrisy. He's like every single person on the beach talks about all their followers and that they're going to make more money. And that he's like when the cameras mm-hmm. are off and the mics are off, that's what everyone is talking about. Oh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm like, why don't you just approach the Natasha thing? Yeah. Like where I need the ordinances, I need the sub sections. Like where is this rule book that Jim Joe brought up all of a sudden, and everyone was like, "Yup, yup, mm-hmm, you can't, mm-mm, you can't do that." Can't like what is going on? And then Weld is like, "I mean, yeah, I mean that's the only rule. Don't come with if you have a relationship." Were you not there when Demi brought on her? Okay, let's let's do. Well, that. Now I'm jumping. Okay, okay, okay. I'm jumping. We'll get no, there, but let's do. That. We, we can I, also go I there right now. I think that's the issue because if Natasha kept looking at the, would cut to camera one more time last week, like she was Jim from the office, I was going to have a stroke <laughs> because I think she was fuming and just trying to get everyone to see. I'm like, wait a minute, you guys literally had veins popping out of your head. You bullied poor Chris and Alana. Mm-hmm. I have never, I don't know her off the beach. <laughs> Like, I didn't even think she was able to get her checked luggage. And she was whisked back into the thing. She had her little backpack. (laughs) She only had her carry-on and her essentials. (laughs) Her checked luggage was still... And, like, the driver was literally pulling it out. And, like, oh, she's coming back? All right. Close the trunk. Let's go. And 
And for it to be a full 24, 36, I don't know how time works on the beach, hours of them then kind of coming with having their inquisition moment with Brendan. It was truly wild to me. Yeah, I think it's a telling moment. I think that like so much in the world, when it is convenient for someone to stand up for a cause when you have no personal or emotional stake in the matter... Mm-hmm. Then the guns come out a blazing when it's a little inconvenient, when you have a little bit of emotional state, when it affects you and your personal life in some way. Oh, maybe a little more hesitance on the matter. Now we're turning to a This is very highbrow. <laughs> <laughs> this <laughs> NPRs. Sorry to the regular listeners. We're getting to the thick of it. Sorry. But I mean, it's so it is so interesting. Like there's so many layers to it. I heard we saw Dr. Joe. Sorry to interrupt, but we. Sophie, we saw Dr. Joe come. Yeah, you know, we'll get there. We'll we'll get there. I mean, my crush, was it short lived? My betrothed, my soulmate. (laughs) I have to let him go. My heart will go on, as Celine Dion says. It's it, it was it was a while. It's been a wild twelve hours, to say the least. Yeah. Wild. You, you were engaged to Doctor Joe. You're now questioning the engagement after what happened with the ten gallon margarita uh, uh, dinner. <laughs> oh and drinking. What, was there a fly in there? I wasn't sure if that was kind of like customary to <laughs> margaritas in Mexico, or where she was making a dig at the hygienic uh layers of their uh date but that was intense that was a lot yeah it was it was there was there was a lot of moments on this episode that we can get into that were that were a lot um but yeah a lack of fury in the confrontation of a brendan because we we then see joe so joe uh, uh, you know he's having these conversations natasha is finally like i shouldn't say finally She's put in a position where it's like, okay, I'm actually going to sit down and tell everybody, hey, it's kind of hurtful that like you guys bullied Chris and Alana off the beach and no one's saying anything about me. And Joe's kind of like, oh, yes, you know, sorry. (laughs) And I heard someone say, I forget who, but someone from the show was saying that like they were all friends with Brendan. All the guys yeah. really yeah. liked Brendan a lot. So there's this thing of like, I don't want to confront I think Demi my said friend. that actually, where Demi was like, well, everyone likes Brendan. That's like, that's why yeah. I did. I even happen. then I heard, I heard someone else talk about it, like who like confirmed it on like a podcast or uh, something. Yeah. And everyone really liked him. So like nobody really wants to confront uh. him because it's not comfy because they're friends with him. So everyone finally goes over to talk to him and the level of um, heat is not brought by uh, Jim Catalog Joe. Um, It is a whole different energy this time uh, when confronting Brendan. That's for sure. Yeah, and Brendan's response was just pathetic at best, at which point... I mean, Demi did go in even though she had... No place, to no be room to stand on. Like, no, like, why is she here? Mm-hmm. She went on a um on a little bit of a a roll on her Instagram story. Yes, let's talk about Demi now. Let's yes. talk about it because I said you this guys, to Sophie last night, and I said prepare was, your notes. Her defense was tomato tomato. Okay, so mm-hmm. for context, listeners, Demi went in on Brendan and was like. 
you were using Natasha as a placeholder. You you led her on. Um, you were just on here for clout and followers. Why didn't you pursue your relationship off the beach, etc.? And then she went on her Instagram stories to talk about the very big differences between her relationship you, with Christian. Monumental. How dare we accuse her? <laughs> yeah, the what were her reasons? Did you take notes? Uh, her reasons were the fact that Derek was aware the whole time. Everyone knew that. Um, and, and she was saying in coming out and speaking about her bisexuality and the nuances of that and, and working through it, she let everyone know that there was someone back home. Now, what got lost in her um, soapbox moment is that she was conflating the fact that she was just coming out to certain castmates she trusted with, oh, I have someone I'm thinking of bringing on. One of the, those are two are two separate things. Mm -hmm. And then she then anchored it with, but she, she said she explicitly told Derek, I have this person that I'm, that I was talking to before the show and maybe struggling with, does she want her here or struggling with talking to Derek while also having her on her mind. Completely different when you have production than actually bring this non-batch related person onto the beach out of nowhere. So her argument was still, I did deceive someone, but I let them know. So it's not the same as stringing someone along and how Brenda did it um, very maliciously. But it was like, wait, so your defense is semantics or tomato, tomato? What? What is this? It was weird. Well, also, so she was accusing Brendan of, of um, you know, just coming on the show for like clout and followers when they should just stay at home and develop their relationship. I'm like, so then what were you coming on the show for when you had Christian at home to like <laughs> explore another partner? That's that's bachelor bullshit that you're that you're feeding the audience. If they're really supposed to believe that you came on to see if you could find someone else. Exactly. You saw when Christian came on what the reaction was. And again, she also used the the semantics in her Instagram story like, oh, we weren't exclusive. By the way, is the same argument that both Brendan and Piper exactly. used. We weren't exclusive. OK, what the hell does that mean? So you're telling me in both of your relationships, if you had been back home and one of you slept with someone else, that someone wouldn't be pissed? Because if that's what you're saying, I don't believe that. And to have the pull to where you get production to agree to bring on someone that has neither, probably, we don't even know if Christian's ever watched an episode of The Bachelor or understand how the game works. Because mm -hmm. I felt like every time she's on the beach, she's just kind of like, wait, what? What's going on? What's happening? Um, so it just was like to have that level of pull, I think, trumps the level of machinations she's accusing Brendan of spearheading. The only thing that Brendan, if we're following the logic that they want us to believe, the only thing that Brendan and Piper were guilty of were being really bad actors and poor strategists. Well, and Brendan was mean, was super, super oh, mean no, no, no. and dismissive. Trash. I'm talking about the argument as to their relationships. What they did was wrong. Yes. I think those are two separate things. The way that he um, berates and condescendingly talks to women is disgusting and we already I we already talked about how I'd, I'd have a felony charge against me <laughs> if I was to see him in person but connected to the logic they want us to follow of 
this how it's just so bad to plan and to come on the beach with with right. um um end results and 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 different things it, that logic they were not wrong everyone's done it and demi should not have had the bullhorn on that one to kind of lead the charge no and then the moment i, I couldn't get over the moment where after they brendan and piper leave that demi's just like well i sure hope that we both oh. natasha and i both get the roses because we deserve it after what brendan put us through like or whatever it. and i'm like are you comparing what brendan <laughs> you want a 20 minute jet ski date like, I'm like um, what are we do- what are we doing like no. she was trying to say it, like pandering to the producers like if you guys are gonna give up <laughs> roses, I hope me and Natasha we've been through the ringer. <laughs> like <laughs> sit your ass down. I, like I was fuming at that. I moment. could not hey, believe you gotta admire her for shooting her shot. I know she's, she's trying out she's guns out here, she's like, Please don't make <laughs> me leave this beach. <laughs> the way when the camera panned to her reaction when Wells did his hee 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 ye, we think this. You know, I mean, Beck is the one that's really great with running off sonnets and such. But when Wells had his moment and gave Natasha the rose of reparations, I was when they panned to Demi, I was squealing like her bottom jaw has yet to <laughs> to close. She was shocked. Bamboozled. <laughs> Can we, can we talk for a minute, by the way? I just I don't know why this came to mind. How the man I have the most pity for this entire season is James, who has been, you want to talk about bamboozled and hoodwinked? Dude, mob boss? Mob boss is letting his business flounder. Like, he is like not, there are, there are not hits out like there was previously. He is just out here floundering alone. He does not have, have his like mob crew with him and he is alone and he is getting absolutely demolished out here. Although you have to give him credit. He has survived so long. Uh, the How? The man he, he came in the cut. He came into frame, and I was like, "Oh wait, oh, he's still here!" Like I was so shocked that James is still here. You want to talk about a placeholder, justice no, for like, James? It's like <laughs> how much money did my boss pay off the producers to keep him on the beach this long? What women? What There's woman has no given him a rose? It's not money. What woman has given James a rose? I don't. I actually think this might be a conspiracy. I don't believe I've ever seen him receive Willingly, a rose. Has only Willingly. given a rose. I have only seen him give out roses i have never seen him receive a rose prove me wrong <laughs> mob boss is a hologram prove me wrong <laughs> who has given him a rose I've, I've, i honestly cannot tell you because until last night i thought he had gone home i i don't know these things also it's true yeah i don't remember but, who i do have intel also on that note of not knowing what's who's still here that apparently Kendall and Ivan were a little thing since day one that she got on the beach. And we didn't see any of it. It's because they're trying to make her look stupid, by the way. And look like she's desperate and obsessed with Joe, I think. So Okay, okay, okay. Because that, that, okay, we can, because I don't have any context of that. And last night, the way that they were making, she came on so confident, just, she glided onto the beach. Like in her, that red look, that was just like Joel's, Joe's soul left his body when he saw her. Mm-hmm. 
and we'll we all know where we were when she said hey butthead but like <laughs> and now it's like this, like sullen just depressed crying mess like yeah. they need to stop don't do her like that no, that's no. he doesn't it's like that. there it's already so traumatizing to watch the realness of what's happening like don't try to make her look like she's having a rose grab with ivan like no, they, they made it look like right before the rose ceremony, she makes out with Ivan, and then the scene where then you know she's staring at Joe and he tries to kiss her and she walks away. Like it, it makes it look like she's you know out here just trying to stay around to like keep exactly. eyes on Joe. You know, just wrong. So they were really because I I thought that I'm like when I when I saw them kissing, I was I like, I oh my god, last week sweet. I was like, what about Kendall and yeah. Ivan? Well, yeah. When I saw them on that day bed, I was like, I like this. I don't know what's happening, but I, yeah. I'm here for it. Apparently. I think is, is his energy would match hers really well. And her quirkiness that it's not quirky. Like, she's not quirky. She's original. She's smart. She's funny. Like, mm-hmm. all those good things. And they keep putting her in this box. Like, who was that girl that talked about peeling an onion, but it was a pomegranate? They keep giving her that edit. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, it's not Kendall. Yeah. Kendall's a whole fucking snack. What are we doing? Lest we forget. Mm-hmm. Lest we forget her. Her. We just recently watched it. Gray and I. Her handling of the crystal situation on Ari's season was unlike not, anything else. Top notch. Top notch. I, I just. I now, you know, now really thinking about it. Her and Ivan would actually very much make sense to me. He could travel the world they're with both, her. They're both like they're both intellectuals, right? They're both like he's he. They can play chess. I'm sure she would enjoy playing chess with him. I'm sure yes. he would enjoy learning about all of her like the creatures that she's into. And yeah, mix up the yes. He's here for it. Although it seems like he's here for m- new people come next week, according to the preview. That chaotic preview, I don't know. And you know what's so funny? The extended preview they gave when Katie's season ended, they made it seem like the reason that they were getting shuttled off the beach is because of someone tested positive for COVID. Oh. And we, we see it's a it's a storm in, like a storm warning or something like that. So I was like, these producers <laughs> listen, I don't so they're going to hell and I'm uh, atheist <laughs> listeners okay so I didn't believe that so take that with a grain of salt that's, I they're, I'm, they're ridiculous. I'm not here to discount if this was a true tropical storm and people were affected I'm not trying to discount that and here I'm going to go off with another theory that'll probably get me screwed over but I was recently vacationing you know one mile away from that hotel yes. and you know in that around that time there are tropical storms that are really intense. We talked about it on one of the episodes where I was like, it's a flood. Like it, it's yeah, was, really intense. That was wild. Ooh. I do believe that they probably are going to make it way more dramatic seeming than it is. Like I'm sure because there are so many tropical storms that happen on a regular basis that look so intense there that I'm sure the people um, at the hotel are like, no, we're good. Like maybe just keep the cameras inside and they're going to be like, no, we're going to make it look like we got to go. We got to go, go, go. Call in the choppers. Like that's my guess of what's going to happen. I bet it's also like a liability. Hell, Blair Witch kind of. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to be. And oh, they'll give Aaron will have the amount of screen time they'll give him to dramatize the fuck out of that is going to be 
unreal. <laughs> Trees were blowing around. Sands in my eyes. I I I can't see anything. Whoa, a launcher that just flew over my guy James. That's my family. Like what? It's gonna be too much. They're really. You know what? I think is where are we on Aaron's uh, past relationship with acting? Because I feel like we're giving him an edit for him to be the new Vin Diesel. Wow. Oh, wow. You know what? <laughs> I wouldn't hate you it. His mouth, you don't know what he's saying, but then you hear it's about family. And then it's like, okay. And then a shot working out. And then there's a car and he's talking about uh, turbo. And it, I just feel like he's going to be in the next Fast and Furious. <laughs> you know what? I thought I could actually <laughs> picture it. Surprised. In his own mind, he is in the Fast and Furious. He, right he, now. He's dumb. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh we need a new okay i'm i'm there like there's a casting call for paul walker's replacement i'm there it's just too much similarly i believe he will probably be in the next nine seasons of bachelor in paradise yes. without doubt <laughs> yes <laughs> so let it be written it would be him. definitely he, oh my god we haven't seen ben on the beach have we yet Ben's not. I don't think Ben's coming. Does he come on the beach? <laughs> I don't think so. I heard that he said no. Wow, my man's turning over a new leaf. I know there were a lot of people. I think that said Gross. no. A lot of people. <laughs> a lot of like people who were in the top said no. And I think people are really starting to understand that Bachelor in Paradise. If you were if you were liked by the audience, they're really gonna fuck you over on Bachelor. No, Ben in Paradise. Higgins. Oh, Ben Higgins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I thought you meant Ben. Which Ben were you? You're talking ben about who? the Ben we hate. I'm talking about mm -hmm. Tasha Ben. Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see how deep I had to go to unlock that repressed memory? Did Please watch YouTube because the way that my eyes <laughs> popped out of my head when I found the memory... <laughs> Fascinating. I literally was like, who, who are we? Who are we about? Is I was like, wait, what? Why would Ben Higgins be hated on the beach? That oh, I, no, 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 no. I thought it was him taking space with his, you know, he had some mental health uh, struggles that he's been open about. So I was like, good for him. Yeah. Ben. Oh. No, sorry to bring up that old memory, my but, friend. By no. the way. It's totally fine. I have Friday. I believe that the reason he didn't go on Bachelor in Paradise is not for the villain edit. I think he probably thinks he's too good for Bachelor in Paradise. Perhaps. Like, <sighs> he, perhaps. <laughs> I believe that a thousand percent. He's like, you know what? I was too good to go on The Bachelorette in the first place, but it was a fun chapter in my life, but it's a little embarrassing. <sighs> I, but, uh, he's the kind of guy that would play that reverse psychology like he's too good just for them to like, Oh wow, you have a spine. Please come, please come. So then they can beg him. Right. And then he's I, like, all right, I really want me. I hate that guy. I was I was so <laughs> shocked that he was not on the season because it was like, of course, he's gonna too. cause all the like we, you know, we had these these thoughts that he was gonna become kind of the next an a villain on BIP. Um but I will say I am very grateful that he's not because I don't think that my mental health could handle it with all of the drama going on in Bachelor you Paradise. imagine Aaron picking a fight with him? Aaron would, he would either spontaneously spontaneously combust or turn into the hole. <laughs> like that's how, it'd be like Thomas who? Thomas, that's my bro. Like they hate. Family. Thomas is family. 
Oh, yeah, exactly. Family. <laughs> like he would. I, I feel like it would be Aaron uh, versus Ben V. Yes. Oh, my God. I mean, I'd pay to see that. that I know. Would be a, but our mental health, we, we don't have the capacity. Hey, you know what? Probably next season, Ben will come on and Aaron will be back on Bachelor in Paradise. Let's be honest. So do we think Ben Higgins is going to make an appearance, though? I don't think so. God damn it. Oh, so, I mean, basically, the as far as the Brendan and Piper piece goes, Ugh, the they're, they're, they're gone. You know, they've, they've made now numerous statements that are vague and yes. No, continue. No, I was saying, like, Piper has put out a couple statements, which, in my opinion, in this one, when we were watching it, I was very much like, okay, I... I I understand there were certain moments of Piper that I was like, no, what, like, why did you say that? But it mm-hmm. was like Brendan to me. It's like, this is the villain. And then even in, we, we see a moment with Piper looking at Brendan saying, I told you we should have never done this. And I was like, this was Brendan's Feeling. idea. Feeling. This is Brendan's idea. And I also took note that twice Piper used the same phrasing that Brendan used. So Brendan said something about a playbook. A few minutes later, Piper said playbook. And then when she was having the conversation with the group, Piper used the phrase selective hearing. So I'm like, there's... She is impression- young and impressionable. And, and, <sighs> and Brendan, and, and, but then since Piper's put out a couple statements that it's like, oh man, I wish that she, that we're just very like, you know, you don't know the behind the scenes, whatever. Her statements are have been fucking stupid. I'm it, sorry. It's her, like her other one last night was have. her one last night was like, I just want to make it clear. We weren't exclusive before Paradise. I'm like. No, irrelevant. Not- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Completely. That's information that could have been useful on the beach. Yeah. Months ago, but not last night when you see your coins drying up. Also, yes. when he's <laughs> when they asked Brendan. So did you see her the day before Paradise? And he's like, yes, <laughs> I did. <laughs> the way that he said it. And you're did like, did I see her? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he repeats it back. Did you, you see her the day before crazy. Paradise? Did it's I see that. her the day before Paradise? <laughs> mm-hmm. This is like, relax. Why are you, what's happening? Why are your eyes turning red? I think for me, when I knew that Piper was in danger and it's like, no run run the mm-hmm. dick can't be that good just leave mm-hmm. when they were on the day bed and they were doing the algorithm or the the pythagorean theorem of how they were going <laughs> to bamboozle everyone and she literally said even if this does not work out and we get backlash we just won't look at her phones you can't come back from that like if your mind has already gone there and you've laid that out Ooh. Mm-hmm. there's nothing that it's either just relegate yourself to VH1 reality shows, right? Like just go off into the fringe. Like you can't recover from that. Mm -hmm. There's no amount of vague statements or any statements really is going to help kind of gloss over what happened or to not even, it's not about showing remorse, but just to really making it make sense for people. Like when you get, let yourself get to that point of like, Oh, we just look at our phones, like anticipating it could go wrong and saying, well, bad publicity is still publicity. Girl gone. Mm-hmm. So Go true. Go with your dry ass dude that nobody's checking for. All you guys have are each other now. I no don't, one's checking for you. I don't think they're still together. I don't really? Think, I don't think so. 
No. I think they are. Mm. I think they are. Yeah. 100%. I do too. Yeah. And I think even if they were broken up, I bet this drove them back together again. Really? Because exactly. now it's kind of like we all we have is each other and oh, we're just kind of leaning toxic. on each other. No, it's not, yeah. the irony, that's what they thought was their safety net of like, you're coming on a show to find your potential partner, blah, blah, blah. And coming on as an established couple, it could have gone wrong and they still would have been fine just being in the relationship. Yeah. So I think the irony of like, yeah, it not only did it blow up in your face, all you have left is each other. <laughs> and maybe Dr. Joe to, you know, <laughs> no, Dr. Joe. swaddle Brendan. What the fuck? But yeah, it was, it's just, if they weren't, if they broke up or things got to, or they hadn't seen each other because of the pandemic or whatever, I think they are back together now. I think that if Piper wanted some of my PR expertise, <laughs> what I would have done break up with him and make it a whole public thing where like I am disgusted and appalled by seeing Brendan's behavior it was a whole side of him that I never had the chance to see before Natasha you are a goddess a queen anyone would be lucky to have you and I am just so shocked and saddened by my own actions that I was on the side of someone that was so atrocious to like women whatever like girls let's get together and Alexa please <laughs> not explain let's go girls and her feed is only of her and Natasha going into all the New York hot spots. Into all the nail salons. Exactly. Into all the nail salons. Kitties and petties for everyone. Going to Bergdorf with Kit, doing all the things. Oh my God, avocado toast. Like all of the we're girls, girl yes. kind of PR yes. move. That's oh my God. Uh, that's Maddie Pruitt, really contact her, yeah. go to her church service. <laughs> Pivot. <laughs> oh my god, just church every day of the week. Pivot to be a female moti Christian motivational speaker. Oh my goodness. Get in what's her face? Who I always like like the heavy, heavy mascara. Maddie Pruitt? Yes. That's what I just Get said. Shots with her. Yeah, do do the TikTok. Maddie P. Get to pivot to her TikTok face. Like, come on, Piper. <laughs> Could have called Becca. I <laughs> Guys, let's You're be welcome. Here. <laughs> no, but that's why I I uh, agree, and also that's why I believe that she is still with Brendan uh, because I really do think if she wouldn't be with Brendan, she probably would have had a statement more like that. Yeah, tragic. I know, but they and were going to wait till the dust settles and come out and be on their. Uh, They're gonna be hashtagging okay. love wins. Oh. <laughs> Oh no. oh no! Just know that I know you're. You guys are about like two thousand miles away from me. If you hear mini earthquake <laughs> in your respective homes, if that hashtag comes out, it's coming from Chicago. I have self imploded. A sinkhole opened up, and I fell into it. <laughs> it's like oh, little wrong. oh Sophie, like, okay, Sophie's gone. Oh god, <laughs> she's no longer with us. No longer with us. We'll say nice things at her um, <laughs> memorial. This complete oh. trash. If they use that hashtag, I will break my phone. Oh my god! In in bachelor fashion, I would not be surprised. Unfortunately. Oh, okay. Well, 
I mean, they they end up removing themselves. Okay, yeah, enough with them. They remove <sighs> themselves. We're talking about them. They remove themselves. Should and and you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad that they made the call to remove themselves, and it didn't end up becoming more of a drama that Natasha was having to witness to maybe Brendan having a full blown fit, refusing to leave, and all that type of bullshit. Um, oh, because he was ramping up to do that. Yes. This no longer concerns you. The way he was. <laughs> I'd be like, sir, what's like taking off my earrings? Like, let's go. Let's go. You are not going to talk to another black woman like this on this show. Come on. And then in his, and then in his conversation, what was it with, with Piper afterwards when then he's like talking shit on all the women and saying that like, you know, would Demi's a character. I mean, the character, I, I, apparently I missed this, but I saw Marissa said that he, said that Deandra is just mad because no one wants to be with her yes, on the beach. Yes, and I was that. like, oh, whoa. excuse <laughs> me, sir. Oh, no. Yeah. He, yeah. Not come after our princess. No, 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 no. I literally like <laughs> Evan wasn't watching. I'm kind of glad I didn't, I didn't hear him say that. No. I wasn't watching the episode with Evan and all I'm waiting for is for Evan to watch that because, you know, he he will leave me tomorrow if Deandra hits him up. It's done. And when and he finally watched the Brendan episode and he's been pacing for like 24 hours in our house because he's so angry. And when he hears this, Chatty Bros is just going to be an explosion. Okay, broads, one more quick pause here. Look, aging is a natural, wonderful part of life. No age shaming around here, but can also admit that aging comes with some things that are less than ideal. For example, our hair changes. For me and for a lot of women, late 20s, early 30s tend to come with thinning hair, some hair loss or hair that just looks a little lifeless. Uh, This could be caused by so many things. It could be stress, hormones, environment, an imbalance in your nutrition intake, your metabolism, or more than likely a mix of a few of those things. But there's a fix we love it. Our friends love it. It is new. It's new for me in the past few months, and it's really helping. And it's called Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the hair growth product you see legitimate results with. It does help to take care of all the other factors, like eating nutritious meals and getting enough rest, because all of that affects your hair's texture, your shine, and your hair's strength. But then a little Nutrafol, it's the cherry on top. Nutrafol is the 100% drug-free, natural way to get your body back into balance, which helps promote overall well-being. It's so true. I even noticed my nails improving when I started to take Nutrafol. But by far the biggest difference I noticed is that I don't shed as much hair as I do when I wash or brush my hair, which is a huge one in my book. Broads, you know my issues with hair over the years. And I started taking Nutrafol a couple months ago. And I'm actually been starting to grow my hair out because my hair, my baby hairs are coming back in. Like it's starting to help. I'm so excited. Are you growing your hair out? Yeah, I, I'm <gasps> trying to. Exciting. Thank you, Nutrafol. <laughs> you can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show, of course, by going to Nutrafol.com and entering promo code chatty to save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, you get free shipping on every order. So get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, and use promo code chatty. Broads, I am notorious for leaving my wallet at home. Like, it's actually kind of become a problem. And let's be real, is there anything more embarrassing than going to pay for something at CVS after you've grabbed way too many things and you're dropping nail polish on the floor and there are people in line behind you and then you realize that you don't even have your wallet? Uh, It's the worst. There's just no graceful way out of the situation like that unless 
you have PayPal, then you're in luck. Oh my God, and I love PayPal. We love it so much. I say this every time we have this ad, but I'm obsessed with PayPal. And now PayPal uses QR code payments that are accepted at CVS stores nationwide. That's right, PayPal. So there's a good chance you're already using PayPal, like me, for most of your online purchases already. And this is no different. Plus, when you make your first touch-free payment of $20 or more using PayPal, you'll get $10 cash back. And let's be honest, that $10 probably covers all the impulse buys you make when you go to CVS in the first place. So, really, it's a win all around. Okay, God bless. $10 will help with my CVS habit, which is... That's just what the place is for me. I go in for one thing and I come out with 12 every single time. By the way, get all my lash makeup beauty business done at CVS. Uh, but anyways, brats. PayPal touch-free payment is so easy to set up and use, and now you'll always be covered if you leave your house or leave your wallet at home. You know how people are like obsessed with Target? I kind of feel that way about CVS. Me it's too. less overwhelming. I really do love CVS. I walk in, I'm like, hmm, what do I need? Me too. What do I need to stock up on? Me too. <laughs> I go there too much. I'm like, do I need a, a giant box of pregnancy tests? No, but it'll be but good to have what? around. Get a, get and a they have <laughs> anyway, okay, to get $10 cash back on your first transaction of $20 or more, just head to your local CVS and pay using your PayPal or Venmo app. That's $10 cash back on your first purchase of $20 or more when you use the PayPal or the Venmo app. To see terms and learn more about how to earn $10 cash back, if we haven't explained it well enough, go to paypal.com slash chatty. So let's talk Marissa and Riley. Sophie, Becca, what were your thoughts on the whipped cream of it all? <laughs> it's really bad for me because the minute I saw the cameo of the large toe, I just started smelling onions. Oh, so, so I just, I was like, <laughs> did he wash his feet? Toe jam. Why is, what is going on? So it just came to me, Funyuns, Bunyuns, and Whipped Cream. That's oh, the day about that day. No, the Bunyuns. The Bunyuns, because he's always at the gym. Like, there's always oh, pressure. His, it's always leg day for this man, okay? His earlobes does bench presses. So I know <laughs> those are some mangled hobbit feet. And to put <coughs> any kind of dairy... please get becca a bucket she's about to blow to put any kind of dairy or anything on that and then she literally (laughs) deep throated the fuck out of that she thought she did something she's like oh i'm gonna show him look what i do I'm fuck. I'm losing it. I'm back there. All the smell, all the, the it's just the PTSD is real. I couldn't and even the- handle when he was like doing it all up on her chest and it was really starting. I was like, no, stop. Because Hold it right there. You, Save this for the bedroom. The humidity and oh the sweat that caked on your bodies. And then you're having this probably some makeup too you know, that like. needs to be refrigerated at all times <laughs> and so all i'm just thinking is this lukewarm ass oh. whipped cream <laughs> y'all you can tell because it was kind of puddly you know and yeah. that could not make it into the commercial <laughs> like how perfect that it comes out like no 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 <laughs> i used to work at starbucks that would have been tossed out <laughs> this canister is no good 
And then he was trying to make it cute. Like, what movie did they watch? And they thought, yeah, that's what we're going to do on the hot ass beach with <laughs> sand and sweat kicked on us and smelling like feet. And you want to eat feet? Spoiled milk on a big toe. Oh, <laughs> my God. Curdled. I'm, I apologize to your listeners for my, I have a very <laughs> gag reflex. So good thing I didn't eat today because something would have came up. That was... <laughs> Yeah, we can just move on past that. Except that, you know, they're they're in a, you know, supportive relationship. They head into the boom boom room again. Things are working out. <laughs> hey, um, but what is, I loved can it. I, oh, can I ask a question though? What are both of your takes on cuz they're leaning into their stick so hard and I don't think I can't remember the last time I saw a couple that they just were just just uh, doling out bits. Like first we had them eat the cow tongue yeah. and then yeah. to equate eating cow tongue to, to, to an aphrodisiac. No, 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 no. That's it's, I think I've heard oysters are, but not <laughs> cow tongue and fucking bone marrow of some, you know, I don't know, ox, but, and then now they're having them with this, you know, spoiled dairy on a, uh, sweaty sandy bodies and then equating that to being something to turn someone on is it getting a little too played out or just i don't know i personally well okay so the so the 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 dairy the tongues or excuse me the tongue situation and all that i mean they got they got put into that into that uh dynamic and i did feel like they handled like they handled it well. They answered the questions. They ate everything. They were killing it. And so I think then obviously the producers have given either either Marissa, it was her idea, or the producers were like, here's a fun idea for you all. Uh, I okay. I can't. The food play is not for me, but I have to tell you both that I everyone was like, I, I, I was dying laughing. I was living for it. I was like, you two are so so into each other that you don't give a fuck that everyone's looking at you that you guys are sweaty and sandy and you are like this is our foreplay and we are going into the boom boom room everyone they come back everyone's giving them a hard time they don't fucking care they're so into each other that i'm like i celebrate it i celebrate it so much i don't i, I love it. it i love it my insides i'm screaming if I that's sex positivity, so I don't want any part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what I would have given to be there, and I would have just been like, we're doing it out here. I, I do have so to wonder, you know, are they leaning into it? Are producers leaning into it? I, I do have to wonder, what is the depth of the connection here? I do have to wonder. Uh-huh. And with the preview... And it does look like Marissa is really moving in with. I don't know who that was. Was it Demario? Demar, yeah. D- d- what? Yeah. He. <laughs> you added listen. a couple letters. That that was Demar. Mm-hmm. Demar. Oh. Who the fuck is Demario? Like, I feel like I'm adding his. <laughs> oh. I feel like I'm adding him from. Oh. Rachel Lindsay. Rachel Lindsay season. Oh. Yeah. Get out. Yes. At- Okay. Okay, that was Demar. Demar. I did not catch that. Who I love Demar. I think he should have been first on the beach. That was. I can't believe they've taken this long to get him on. So you know, 
Seeing their connection makes me wonder how strong said connection between Riley and Marissa. We shall see. I believe in their love. And we'll see. But you know what? (laughs) I think that with how Buff Yoda, you know, Van Lathan on him and Rachel Lindsay's High Learning podcast. Because I always have to cite my sources. I can't. If I come up with something original, I'll say, yeah, okay, I was drunk and I came up with that. But if it's someone else's, I'll fight their work. So Yoda, a la Van Lathan, the way that Buff Yoda showed his ass last week in the confrontation with Chris, I lost so much respect for him. Not not even in the sense of like, you're trying you're you're you as an attorney who had to take formal logic in college should know that this uh, does not make sense. not even into that but just the way that in all his toxic or fragile masculinity might to talk to someone like that and shush a woman i just thought yeah. was like yeah you're getting real comfortable on this beach and maybe i thought i liked you but i could see marissa kind of saying okay we hit it off we had a great physical mm. connection had real great conversation. But I think after that display, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what kind of turned her off because it was a hell of a turnoff for me. Yeah. Not that he cares, but (laughs) for what my I missed that part. Um, Wasn't paying attention the hardest in the last 20 minutes of that episode, (laughs) but noted. Well, you had the right idea. I mean, it was literally, I needed a neck brace from all the whiplash because that (laughs) what the fuck is going on? I thought we were going to see them berate Piper. Like I braced myself that day to kind of see this attack on a black woman. And then it it's mm. a, it's Chris and Ilana. I still can't pick her up out of a lineup. Like I, I would not be able to today, even if I was offered a hundred K. So <laughs> for them to do that 180 was truly shocking. Which is a great segue into, I had no idea who this man from Claire's season was. Ah, uh, Blake. I said to myself, I only accept one Blake M in my atmosphere. <laughs> and this is Blake Monar, um, who was gone like right away. Okay. And I, I did remember him because I remember um, assuming that he was a youth pastor. I just felt it, it in my spirit. And I still uh, don't oh, doubt yes. that. I still don't doubt it after his date with Tia. He very much, when he came on the beach... He was like, can everyone gather around? And, uh, you know, I, uh, I, I like the way he addressed everyone felt very youth pastor to me, um, which I could definitely see for Tia. I think that would work out, work out very well. I was like crying, laughing when they were on their date and Tia was saying, we connect so much. I'm scared that people might think we previously knew each other. <laughs> <laughs> because she's so freaked out oh, that they're gonna get yeah that they're gonna get accused on the beach of being like you guys are from the same city you guys know each other and it's gonna be this whole this whole thing I gotta tell you I'm happy for them I'm I feel happy like they make sense the reason I am happy for them oh I know you have thoughts about Tia Sophie I know you have thoughts <laughs> the, but the I'm reason just, you know I'm here on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the reason I'm happy for Tia, though, for real, is you look through like Tia's track record on like Paradise and the thing that I got to be really careful the way that I say this, but 
I guess like I appreciate seeing Tia sort of like really feeling sexually comfortable when throughout seasons in the past, including this one, it's kind of like this whole like awkward, like China pot, whatever, like, eh, eh, like kind of thing. And so I was sort of like, okay, go Tia. You are feeling, you actually are, have chemistry with this man and it doesn't seem forced and you seem very comfortable in your body and in your sexuality with this person so that I was stoked for her for that because I feel like there hasn't been I don't know I like just like with Colton and like with Kenny and like I don't know just all been sort of like and with Chris Randone just sort of this like oh, awkward it's just been very you know a lot of honestly like kind of awkward forced physical encounters and this didn't feel like that so I was happy for her she's kind of someone that thrives off of the structure of this show so Mm. in this sense if they had known each other and they hit it off the bat and it's kind of like hey I'm going to paradise or actually I would believe it if they didn't know each other but if they happen to be on the beach at the same time but they had run in the same incestuous Nashville crew that I wouldn't be mad at that because she's someone that I think needs to, in order to connect with somebody and get past the threshold of I'm being awkward because of how I was, Mm. how I've been primed by lesser emotionally inept men. And I feel like I have to put on airs for someone and Mm -hmm. connect and get past that hurdle and actually connect with someone. Um, She, regardless of my opinions of her, of her character, um, I did, <laughs> I can objectively say that did read well off screen and I was happy for her cause they, I was like, uh, I feel uncomfortable. Am I interrupting DVD room or a partition? Like help me help you because y'all are about to, uh, he's going to break your back right here on the sand, like on, uh, in the out, in, uh, out shower yes. or whatever it's called worship leader taddy daddy's about to bust out his instrument in moments oh my god i could totally see him pulling out the car and i was waiting for it i mean was that first time i got back to my christian cult days but whoever was the popular i'm a cool millennial christian worship leader there's many yeah um i feel like you know, Blake will probably do an acoustic Amazing Grace rendition at their wedding and Tia will be sobbing. As she's walking down the aisle, oh, he'll yes. play to her as she's walking down the aisle. Of yes. Course. And then he'll stop as he gets choked up. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, I love their love. Like a lot of people will be saying that. I love their love. They'll probably be their um, wedding day hashtag. I just, oh my God, I hate all of them. I don't know whether to watch him or her. I can't. I just love their love. Like it's just too much. Oh my gosh. Their second child. uh, What's her name? Raven with her second child. I just love their love. Too much. Their couple name will be uh, Take because it will be Tia and Blake, and and their wedding hashtag will be Hot Take. Hashtag Hot Take. Are you PR? Wow! 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 (laughs) Marketing and advertising. Wow! Influencer, pick a lane. Leave something for us because that, I mean, written in the stars. 
it's so on brand for Tia. Hashtag hot take. Yeah. Hot take wedding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> because happen. I always speak my mind, y'all. <laughs> 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 I just, I can't. Okay. So my gripe was t- with Tia and I'm not going to bring in the outside social media and the hellscape we, you know, live through with the pandemic. Like, I don't even want to taint this conversation with that. But when her and Demi had their hot takes that the reason why they were undateable or they were still single is because Colton was gay and kind of using him as his punchline for the show. I that just left such a bad taste in my mouth. And I was like, okay, so this is who you are. Maybe that was a producer fed line, but I just really hated on separate episodes or two different episodes. They leaned into this idea that well i mean the last guy i did that's what i'm saying the last guy did was gay it's like yeah i i felt very uncomfortable the couple comments that they've that they've allowed to have happen about colton being gay and i'm like I mean, every listener knows my feelings about Colton via the stalking situation, et cetera. But to but to then be like making light of it on a show that he's been very vocal about that he said, like, destroyed his life and then joking about it is just kind of uh. right. I think their their cutesy implication, right, is like I turned the last man I dated gay, you know? Yeah. And it's like, no. No, As, Child, yeah. girl, go on. Just go get to your hot take wedding and <laughs> into the sunset. I'm actually committed to this idea. Like, if I don't see hashtag hot take 2023 sometime soon, I'm gonna be upset. Do we think they're gonna get engaged on the beach? No, I think they'll get to the fantasy suite so they can, so we can, like, oh, yeah, that's what their chemistry is so palpable and they haven't slept together. And well, like, I think they'll get to family sweet, but they will not leave the beach engaged. Okay. Will they leave the beach together? I think they'll leave the beach together, maybe dating. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. All right. Then I'm going to ball out and I'm going to say they get engaged. Okay. <laughs> wedding I mean, on the sand as a stake in this she is going to be their wedding planner yes. she and they so will be the- getting married next year on the beach hello very i oh, mean we'll have a carly and um evan wedding and t and goose and glitter wedding i oh, see that oh that's two out of two bad endings that's very true there it's not <laughs> it's not, not good <laughs> did jane tanner get married on the beach i think no, they got married. They had wait. What did they yes, have? They did, I feel they like did they get married on the beach. They did. did? Yeah, I know that their wedding oh, was. Oh yes, it was. It was the first paradise wedding. You're right. I remember? Well, I watched. <laughs> I participated. I watched, but I, I participated. Like I'm so many different uh, nuptials together because I was thinking of. Um, I thought Desiree would for sure have had a televised wedding, but she went super private and so that's the grid i think Uh, they had a second for desiree i think jaden tanner did i don't know did they they did no you're right there was was a first um paradise wedding which always seems like a fake wedding right like it really does yeah i would definitely have another if i was get to get married on tv i would be like this is the second one i would have a secret wedding beforehand didn't glitter and goose didn't they say they weren't even like allowed to invite their family and friends really something like that yeah okay 
anyway. And right. also it was more, and it was also too, like, they're not even officially married there because of just internationally and all that stuff. So it's, it's all for show. Yes. So definitely would have had second wedding. Yes. Uh, well, who will not be having a wedding is Tamis and Tommy. Tamis and Tommy. Tamis and Tommy. <laughs> Just that not be their relationship name. I don't think. <laughs> What's the wedding hashtag? We can't do what we can't do anything with that. Hashtag Tamis. How fucked up in my brain that I said it and it didn't sound wrong. It didn't like come out and I went, huh. I mean, they do have similar names. I never Tamis noticed until you said that. <laughs> I was rolling with it and I was like, wait a minute, Tamis, that is discordant. That is, that is aggressive. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to use that Tamis and Tommy. <laughs> Start calling him Tamis. <laughs> hey, yo, Tamis, Tamis. I want to know about your modeling, your past modeling career. Tamis, I know what that six six that tall drink of water that you definitely have modeling in your past. That's always Tamis. Like my my dad or like my grandma, you know, would call me be like, I love Tamis. He's just his name's Thomas. Mom. It sounds like a, a name Tamis. from the Bible. Tamis. That's always saying he's six three and is gonna hit his head somewhere. Tamis. I love that Tamis. Junior. <laughs> it sounds like in Tamis begot Obadiah and Obadiah. Totally. Titus and Tamis. Like, really <sighs> aggressive. Okay. Anywho, uh, Tammy and Thomas. <laughs> Tammy? Call Thomas her best friend. Let's just put it out there. She called Thomas her best she, friend. She said, I gave him everything. <laughs> I have no words, because in my mind, I'm still on Tamis time. But... That was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot. I know that Tammy, she connects with people and, you know, I could have sworn if, she, what is, is she a Gemini, right? I have is to she check. Gemini? She's an F former actress. I know that. If she's a Gemini, then I'm like, that tracks. Yeah. She was like, he was my moon, my stars, my beginning and my end, my <laughs> alpha and omega. I am... <laughs> nothing without you Tamis <laughs> I wrote you every day for a year like, just bursting into oh, no monologues but yeah I think Gemini like, Gemini real recognize real okay <laughs> I've been there yeah <laughs> sure by the way I think we've had a record number of Gemini's on our podcast like I swear to God every other guest we have on is a Gemini I think we reach out to Gemini's we'll do anything for a book that's <laughs> kind of our um that's kind of our um byline but um I think either Tammy is and I and I have to challenge chatty bros because they talked about they went on this whole bit with Victoria queen former queen now goddess um a future karen that she is a quintessential reality tv villain or star i think that that is tammy i tammy, tend to agree with you yeah understands the assignment and she gives us a little bit about herself where we can where we can like oh okay i could tell that's her showing her true self but then we'll switch, turn and dethrone the mob boss, 
get her investigative journalism on and take down her enemy that she has not forgotten was her enemy. So Victoria Paul is <laughs> ex nate off the beach. And McKenna, remember McKenna? Like, I gave you everything and roll into that bit. And then it's just like, it's my birthday. oh yeah when she gave when she gave us that at the end when she was eating as she's crying and she's eating the cupcake i was like tammy is doing it right now she's absolutely doing it and then crying talking about like how her last birthday she got covid and this is worse like um I'm like, the fact that i'm right now i my heart is breaking for you while simultaneously you're getting me to laugh 10 out of 10 that was yeah, I have COVID and now I'm getting dumped. And then she put in her stories of whole, which is worse than to get broken up, COVID or, or dumped. Queen, she, tr- she understands your sign. Now, I'm sorry, reminiscent of the truly iconic line from Christina Schulman, this is worse than the Russian orphanage. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Which will always top the charts. <laughs> That's the number one. I mean, I don't Very deep in the annals of my mind. Thank you for so you both are two for two. Just hitting the bed beach trauma. Oh that, my god. Just as for Christina Shulman, though. Oh. She's a pretty good reality TV uh she really is. She's great. She's too normal for this for the machine, I think. Yeah. Oh, I love Christina. She's too precious for this. But, but can we talk about eight and a half by 11 printer paper personality, Thomas <laughs> or, or Tamis as he's now being, I, I think he's just a waste of six foot three. I think there's nothing home. The, the, the lights are on at home. I just, no. he does not do it for me. The minute he opens his mouth. No, you think he's a villain. And then you realize, Oh, Oh you're no, just, you're not evil. You, you're daft. <laughs> Yeah. You didn't mean to do that. There's nothing up there. <laughs> you couldn't plan this if I gave you a rule book or a manual. And it's like, oh, you made it through sports, school, relationships, everything off of your height and good looks. He just, when he was ending things with Tammy, <sighs> it was very much like a is this how you fire people at your job to me? This definitely felt like a, he was like sitting down with one of his employees and being like, hey, you're worthy. You're valuable. You'll do great elsewhere. Uh, but I we're, don't think this is the right place for you. But we're going to be hiring out now. Liability, yes. <laughs> what, he called Jake from State Farm and said, hey, I need help. How yeah. do I break up human person? <laughs> A human woman. <laughs> like anytime, no, like in a breakup, no one should be bringing up low risk, higher. Yeah. Look, I, I crunched the numbers. I, <laughs> I crunched the numbers, Tammy, and I. And I got sell, sell, sell. <laughs> I, I'm just like, I'm just like. We're not profiting anymore, actually. Like. <laughs> We are barely breaking even at this point. Thomas is like, I've been crunching the Bachelor numbers. And what I'm looking at is the number of followers you have and you as a villain and the number of followers I have and me as a villain. It just doesn't line up with the number of followers that Becca as Bachelorette currently has, who has never been a villain, who still currently is part of a Bachelor affiliated podcast. Right. Tamis is just like. 
Becca. She's the former bachelorette. Tammy. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> and she's trying to get her new wine label off the ground. I mean, that's just PR booked for months. I thought I want to be in the black. Tammy, I don't know what to tell you. Oh, it's your birthday. I'm sorry. I got to sell, sell, sell. It's like, it was too much. It was so bizarre. And I felt like he was doing an impersonation of what he thinks is what a guy does when he's breaking up. (laughs) It felt very disconnected. Um, I I was very confused. And I also, I was also surprised, hot take, that Becca Kay wasn't really getting any uh, any kickback in Bachelor Nation for stealing Tammy's guy. Oh, she didn't steal Tammy's guy. He got up and walked right away. No, I'm not saying that she did. I'm saying the kickback from Bachelor Nation being like, hey, so like, you know, they had been together and then you talked and then you guys are kind of always in a corner making out and laughing and like there's not really it's like that. Tammy looks okay? crazy. <sighs> Tammy looks crazy. Well, she, Tammy was killing it. Tammy was, was killing it. She would even when she pulled Thomas aside, she was like, hey, I don't want to know anything about your date because all that matters is that I still feel how I feel about you. The connection yeah. is there. She was killing it. Yeah. She and was if you come back. You come back. I was like, and yes. she was like, oh, every single thing. Absolutely nailing. And then as soon as he was like, well, I have to be honest with you, which I have to. I also have to give Thomas credit that Thomas didn't sidestep anything. He was really direct. There was no bullshit. Brendan lying business. He was very direct. Told her, told her how it was. <laughs> but then as soon as Tammy started to do like the you're my best friend and like I've given you everything that was, I was like, no, Tammy, yeah. don't, 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 don't. Like it was all going so well. Ugh. But I feel like other than that, it was like Tammy, Tammy looked fantastic on the beach. I think the difference too is Tammy was like straight up like, go Thomas, go on the date with Becca, you know? So then it was like, it was yeah. fair game. Yeah. It was all, it was all very by, by I have no issue. I was just surprised because like you keep seeing them panning to Thomas and Becca and they're kind of all over each other making out and, you know, other people on the beach were be, were given a hard time for swapping quite quickly. And that was the logic for a couple. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. I, it was like, well, Thomas and Becca right away, like the day, the night of their date, they were all over each other, kind of like a Chris mm. Alana thing. And like, no, but I, I don't know. I was just kind of, I don't know. Mm. It was interesting that, to me. That was the logic of like, you immediately got up and went on this date and oh, yeah. you like, you know, found someone new. Like, that's what they were ramming down Chris's throat. And who else did they accuse of that? Of, I mean, Someone, Chris walked into the other room with someone who just got yeah, there no, and started sticking his tongue down her it was throat wild. while Justenia oh. was in the the no, damn it room. was it was wild. No, without not saying that that what he did was okay, but just kind of like this idea of switching partners yeah. so soon, yeah, um, or going on a date and then now you come back and you really like that person. Um, I, I, I too was surprised, um, but nothing. I mean, it was totally eclipsed probably by that situation. In the same, in the same, uh. uh say on the same page listen aaron has a goddamn van vendetta against tammy goddamn vendetta goddamn vendetta against tamis and tammy but but he has no has had no issue with becca and becca did the exact same thing because he liked becca you think that's why yeah so you don't think he liked uh tammy and so then he just like took it out on her look 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 
We're no, all we're also all dancing very delicately around Bachelorette Kufrin, the the mm. uh, the chosen. No, that's exactly. but yeah. that's what I'm saying. Part of me is the like golden goose. Yeah, okay, no. maybe mm-hmm. maybe either Aaron was actually dancing around the fact it's like I don't want to make an enemy of Bachelorette Becca. Or also no. editing, making making it not look like, oh, like, you know, the drama that they're stirring up with Tammy, trying to make it look like Tammy did something wrong, where Becca did, it was the exact same thing. I think Aaron knows no logic. I think Aaron <laughs> follows the whims of his passion uh-huh. and little else. Mm-hmm. I that's all I'll say about Aaron. Now we we, we do a cat scan. There's a sweatband <laughs> and a Cheeto in that man's brain. There's nothing there. Nothing. I need to stress that. And I'm not a radiologist. I'm not a uh, and a Miller High Life. Yeah, like there's nothing up there. And but he knows enough to he knows enough to know not to piss off the bachelorette and come up as a neon a neanderthal to her because he still has to get that rose gtr yeah. get that rose get that rose <laughs> well we see aaron uh, you know in next week flipping a lid because ivan is making out with chelsea so apparently you his know, anger his anger skips over becca kufrin and thomas and now has moved on to Ivan and Chelsea. Well, his, uh, you know, like I said, his passion, if it's following, he was into Chelsea. He gave Chelsea that rose and then she betrayed him like no one has yeah. ever betrayed him. How dare she gave her everything. He gave her everything. I almost thought he was going to give Demi a rose. I literally at this point was like, is he about to not give Chelsea a rose and like Demi's going to get a rose? That wouldn't have surprised I me. I have a moment of panic thinking that too, because I was like, the producers, I could see them, you know, threatening him. <laughs> we, will take, we will take out that uh, mid credit scene montage of, uh, you know, whatever he did at the end of the episode. If you don't pick Demi, I thought that was going to happen, but thankfully so. But thankfully, no. Thank goodness. Okay, so should we move on to... <clears throat> Dr. Joe entering the scene. Yes. What else have we still want to cover? Dr. Joe and anything else? Honestly, d- minus the Dr. Joe thing, there's the moment where we see that Kenny and Mari are him saying he's never felt like this before, them going to the boom boom. Room. I do want I do want to talk about Kenny and Mari, but let's talk about Dr. Joe first. So, okay, so we have the Dr. Joe and Natasha situation. Dr. Joe shows up on the beach and everyone is like, oh, my God, if Dr. Joe does not ask out Natasha, we're all going to freak out. I honestly, when I was watching this, felt a little bit uncomfortable with the amount of pressure that was on both of them to be like, Joe, you better ask Natasha out and Natasha, you better like Joe, because I don't know if if I was the only one feeling this way. But from my perspective, she was not into him Mm. like i love dr joe i'm like he's he adore but the way that she was kind of like i've seen her react when other men have come down she was kind of like i like his like calming presence and he seems like like a good guy i was bored by the whole thing i was like this is so contrived they're like trying to make this a thing it's not a thing their level beyond contrived it was like how many ways can you tell us they brought him on the beach to ink to be the footnote in the storyline that yes. ended so disastrously. Yes. 
Which then on top of that, it's like, hey, fuck you, producers. Natasha has now gone through all of that. So you're going to have her go on a date with a guy where she has to explain to him that his best friend is the one who screwed her over and then see that guy immediately start to disconnect and be like, I guess we're not going to be hanging out together anymore. Unbelievable. <laughs> Do you know, you know, the, the time of death of that date <laughs> when he said, Brendan, my Brendan, my Brendan, my Brendan. Like, like he got called in by school administrators that his son yeah had bullied another Brandon. child my, Br- Brandon my Brandon he doesn't have that kind of aggression in him <laughs> wow 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 Johanna now why are we gonna buy you but I just don't know <laughs> my, that's when I knew my oh. Brandon my, my Brandon I was like oh it's over. <laughs> like, oh, you're like, it's done. Can I get a to-go box? <laughs> it's like, oh, great. I don't have to put my face in this giant margarita anymore. <laughs> Poor Natasha. <laughs> the makeup is obviously going to be completely gone with those plate margaritas. Also, he, like, wasn't very interested in, like, even really hearing what went down from what we saw. There's he did not want to hear it. Two two format options to me of that. Number one, he knew that Brendan was coming on to be with Piper. And so it's like, I don't want to act like, don't ask me any questions because <laughs> right, right, I don't want right. to have to answer. Right. Or two, it's legit that feeling of when you have someone call out one of your friends and you're like, fuck. Uh, don't want to be associated with what they did. Also, don't want to call out what they did and say that it was wrong. It's just so weird, though. Like, you can still be friends with him. Like, just literally be like, wow, I'm so sorry that happened to you. That's so fucked up. Like, damn, I I would not have uh, predicted that he would act like that towards someone. Like, that's definitely something I'll be having a conversation with him about. So, you know, what's your favorite color? And moving on. (laughs) Whatever. Let's get to know more about you. I came here for you. Like, he could have and then that's so suave and maybe she would have gotten, you know, her vagina would have danced as <laughs> Tia. Her china pot would of, have done a little jing- a jiggle a jingle. Ch- Tia china pot of, of take. Um, it could it would have danced if he would have said, you know, I'm here to learn more about you. Tell me more about you. Like it would have Enough been so disarming me. and charming. Exactly. Yes. He did but try Brandon? to do that. Brandon? <laughs> Yawn. Like it was, it was like... Joe, we're supposed to get married in the fall next year. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Joe, why? He did try to do that, though. He did try to be like, oh, well, enough about Brendan. And she's like, no, it was a big deal, motherfucker. <laughs> yes. And then yeah. went on to lay it on thick. I mean, Ooh. I would have done the same exact thing, especially too. like, again, I could be very wrong, but the vibe that I was picking up was that Natasha is was not super interested in Dr. Joe. And so when I feel like when you're sitting across from someone whose best friend just fucked you over and it's that pain is still lingering, I'm like, no, I want you to hear and address what your friend did. Respond yeah. immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Respond now. Respond now. <laughs> That's no, what it I felt do like. think that if the guys, if the women weren't in control of the roast this week, she probably would have leaned in, mm. did a little couple, you know, eye batting, sure. you know, to secure the roast for strategy and then apparently drop him for Ed. That was just Ed. 
that's not right. That's not right. They've forced her into this position, and the I will hold them really accountable for it. To end all, like he <laughs> Ed is gag inducing, unbelievable. Ed. Well, you know, I unbelievable. I had hopes and dreams, like towards the towards the uh, end of last season. Uh, I was like, I hope that McKenna and Ed hit it off. Don't do that to McKenna. And I don't even like McKenna, so that's saying a lot. <laughs> I have this feeling, and I know that McKenna's supposed to still show up. She already did show up. There was, there was the, there were, I saw the broad set oh. these screenshots of her sitting at like a table. It looks like she's still coming. So they just ushered her back into the hotel and said, sit a spell. Apparently, or not, she, or she, not. She, it could be wrong. Quarantine. <laughs> yeah, go back I, into you know quarantine. You know so funny? I did not recognize her. And I rewatched that episode the next day and I still missed her and everybody kept saying McKenna was I was like where like, where was she <laughs> I missed her twice like <laughs> I do not know her like oh. I literally missed her twice so poor McKenna you know and is it T that do y'all know that she dated Greg oh yes that's right they were talking yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. pre-bachelor season so yeah. I just want I want McKenna to know what it's like to talk to a grounded emotionally mature funny whatever is her type i want her to get a good version of that and just you know right off into the sunset of monogamy because i she's aching for it and i want yeah. that for her you I mean not you, you mean not pilot pete <laughs> <laughs> this is the day of Okay, listeners, if you're joining us now um sophie has just done her 50th <laughs> dry heave i apologize to the listeners I'm, i just feel like <laughs> not grounded i pilot pete should be banished <laughs> to the where, where do just disgruntled males right disgruntled batch former bachelors where do they go when we don't want to see them anymore he needs to be banished somewhere i need to a Nick show Viles living room <laughs> Okay, sorry. Now. Okay, well, that space is occupied for Greg. He's sleeping on his couch. He's getting the <laughs> rundown of how to be the next Hallmark movie TV star because Hollywood ain't knocking. You're you're now banished to Hallmark places of has been and nobody cares. <laughs> That's where Greg is. So he's sleeping on Nick's futon. So. That's a, it's a full house there, so there's no space for Violet P. I'm redirecting. We need to talk real quick again about Natasha and Ed. Something went dark. Something went all in dark. Oh my god. Back to Natasha and Ed, though, guys, because we did Natasha and Ed horrified. <laughs> Could I, ask for, could I ask for less for her? <laughs> Where? Like, but also then we see that Damar's coming and I love Damar. And if Demar's there's going to be this straight for Marissa, apparently. Where yeah. is, who is Natasha looking Where's her for? Her you armor? know that Natasha has someone in mind. Yeah. We, everyone does. Everyone has that one person that they want to meet and they're who not fucking bringing it what? for Natasha. You know, and this might... If any of your listeners are now the new followers, borderline voyeuristic stands of Natasha after she's playing her big little lies edit, 
<laughs> I don't think Natasha is ready for a relationship. Mm. No, oh, ew, that sounds like I fucking know her. Like, <laughs> I don't, I think she's someone who's still trying to figure out who her type is. Totally get that. Mm. I could see, guys, don't hate me for this, but I could see her having a big crush on Ben V. Oh, that's that's on brand for the yeah. for how she came just to pile the elbows onto the beach. That makes sense. There's nothing to hate there. That's that's fact. Yeah, I could <laughs> see that too. I could. I feel like yeah. I mean, if Ben if Ben V would have been on the sand, everyone would have been. All the women. But yeah, so Dr. Joe is no mo for Sophie, which is tragic because I could have been your wedding planner. You could have got married in the fall in New York and you could have been hashtag Sojo in Soho. Oh, my God. I just woke up my cats. My cats are going to they hate when I wake them up for a nap. My life flashed for my eyes. Are you and willing I saw the fall pout, the fall aesthetics? Sojo in Soho, I'm there. Yeah. Are you willing to give Dr. Joe another chance? You know what, Maury? I think I am. <laughs> <laughs> the way that pivoted to uh, <laughs> marriage counseling. A daytime talk show. <laughs> I also Are like you how ready? you keep fixing like, your... You keep- I'm going to stick beside him. I'm going to stick beside him. <laughs> I will. I am. I, that's you my also, man right there. You also keep fixing your uh, AirPod, which is sort of like an earbud, like you're on a show, like you're listening to someone. You're like, I, I am going to stick with it. I will give him another chance. <laughs> um, I am a fossil. I'm 35. This is, I think this is the third time I've worn uh, these AirPods and I'm, I'm trying to be all cool. Like, <laughs> this is so funny. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> they hurt so bad. Oh, I don't, I don't do the AirPod lane. It hurts my little ears. It's too. excruciating. I cannot mm-hmm. wait to finance my podcast or media equipment so I can stop with you know I don't want to be hip I want the <laughs> big headphones you need the cans that you is the cans. that is home yeah oh yes I need I need uh, all the good beats on the good products but I'm I'm gonna stick beside them <laughs> I've really committed to Sojo and Soho I've committed I, to fall aesthetics in New York a little I've champagne with a pop of brown James hyphen park I've <laughs> <laughs> I committed to the fact that he took basic and intermediate spanish i did as well i um he has a pulse um he has all his edges and like his hairline is intact i'm committed are you ready, ready for to go, Jess. are you ready for his stressful schedule well, what I've heard about <laughs> anesthesiologists is they have a really good work-life balance. Oh, then so, I love and that. I'm a okay. Gemini, and with an anxious avoidant attachment, I don't want him there all the time. You know, I, 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 I resonate with you so deeply, and so this sounds like a perfect. This sounds like perfect nuptials. So I, I'm happy to hear that you are willing to move forward with him. I mean, I just need for my next level, you know, my fall peels to come in. But when I slough off two layers of my face, I'm ready for you, <laughs> Dr. Joe. <laughs> I am here. I I understand subject verb agreement. I will never go to the beach with you when you surf, but I love you. <laughs> but I, love you. I know how to say thank you in Korean. 
don't ask me to do it. We are basically, we're betrothed. Just get, what, what, when's the date, Becca? What, what's the prime fall wedding date that you have for us? October's a little more, you know, you never know what the weather could be like. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say... Um, 11, 11, 22, because one plus one is two. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> that is so beautiful. Honestly, Dr. Joe's going to appreciate that so much. The thought put into the date. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I just can't wait for the restraining order to come through. It's, it's <laughs> that. <laughs> I hear a knock on the door. Joe, uh, are you Sophie James? Yes, I am. You've been served. Thank you. Oh, wow. Life comes at you fast. I'm literally going to have dreams about Sojo and Soho. Like, uh, it's perfect. I'm, li- I'm short circuiting in real time. I don't know what to do with that. I don't know. I have to now marry a Joseph. Yeah, find a new Joe. You need to find a Joe. Exactly. I got to find it's a new Joe. It's either Joe or a new Joe, not Jim Catalog Joe. Uh, you can also <clears throat> find someone named like Morgan, so you can be so mo in Soho. You know, like you've got letter options. That's so true, and I love that name, Morgan. We need, we need a phone book and just start going through <laughs> old school, just old making school, some old calls, school. Bob or Bo, so Bo in Soho, <laughs> so Bo. now Robert, so Bo in Soho. <laughs> I got you. That just gives me like there's a clown theme. And, yeah, you know, like he's an adult. Like, <laughs> he's definitely an adult clown. He's an adult exactly. entertainer and not in the way that you're thinking. Tobias exactly. Soto in, Hoto, in Soho. Soto. Oh, Soto. I like that. I like I can that. keep going. But I Tobias, so you know, I'm actually really obsessed with the actor Tobias Menzies. So there I, that tracks. It's there a new go. person. It's a new person that you can and wait he, to see if they'll serve you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's he's in London, so I'd have to, you know, I'll move. I'll move across the pond for him. But I feel like the reason why I like Dr. Joe is because he gives me a lot of zaddy vibes. Like, mm-hmm. there is an old soul in there because yes. I know I'm going to end up with a silver zaddy. That's just, I just know these yes. things. But Oof. I think that's why he was approximating that energy a little bit. But that's all good things, you know, all good things come to an end, you know. One quick thing, but speaking of all good things come to an end, one quick thing before like this podcast episode, which sadly we have to wrap in the next five minutes. However, I do want to touch Hi. quickly on Mari and Kenny because yes. did anyone else see this coming where they're talking about how they're going to leave the beach and start a new life together? Well, girl, they talked about it last week, remember? Yeah. And they were, I, I see, I would say, I, I believe in the two of them. I believe now. I was I had whiplash then. I had whiplash last night. I don't see it. I I know they'll go to fantasy suites, but I don't see it for sure. Well, now the my question is definitely more Mari. I feel like Kenny is pretty straightforward in his thinking, and him saying that he's never felt like this about anyone else. I believe him. I believe it with every fiber of my being. Kenny, there's no way, in my opinion, Kenny would ever say anything like that if he didn't mean it. He's pretty direct. Now, if yes. Mari sticks with him, that's more of the question. But I believe that that Kenny is here for the future. I believe Kenny's here for marriage. 
There's something else to add to that. Like, I, I mean, that's what I would have said. And the only thing I'm, maybe I'm in denial because I hate that she's taking him from you. Mm. I that's, do, I yeah. do appreciate, so. I do appreciate that. You know, uh, it's been rough to watch and it's been hard, you know, to see all of a sudden all of these women just wanting to get to Kenny on the beach and everyone having this new formed opinion that he is, you know, just, he is wonderful, but I'm happy for my King that people now see him for who he truly is. I mean, I caught myself a couple of times looking at Kenny, like, mm, okay. <laughs> like I see those hip stars. I see what Jess is talking about. I'll, I'll outline no star. Whoa. <laughs> what are, I'll put some whipped cream. We're not here to talk about that. <laughs> he does seem like he's a good kisser. I did see them kissing. And I was oh. like, Okay. That's what got me. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I saw that little very adept tongue slip. Yeah. And he looks like a generous lover. Are he the cool kids saying that? Is that what we're talking <laughs> Yes. He's a generous lover. He seems like a generous lover. And he seems like he's a fun time. If you watch him on Insta stories, he is at Ross Dress for Less every single week he doesn't post about it anymore but he used to every week his favorite place was ross and he would film himself going down the escalator to get some new clothes and i love that for him i love that i love that for him you know he has a solid portfolio investment portfolio because tomas helps him with that yes or tamas tamas helps him him sound european tamas no it's (laughs) tamas tamas it's always tamas never tamas um oops but if they end up together, I hope that I think they could be what I thought Marissa and uh, Riley would have been just quietly, just running off to the sunset, being a solid couple, not, you know, putting on a show and, and actually having a solid relationship. I could see that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see if my Kenny leaves engaged. You guys could have your your couple name would be Jenny and your wedding hashtag. You could get married on a lake and it could be hashtag Jenny on the dock. (laughs) (laughs) How? You, how? My mind, you know, my mind. It's, you know. And that is, this is where I leave you. We we can't top that. (sighs) We can't top it. I'm still on Sojo and Soho. I'm still on Tamis. Your... Jenny on the motherfucking dock. <laughs> and honestly, and I can I'm picture for the rest of the day. I can picture my lover Kenny definitely love cracking up some beers and being on a dock, and he would love a nude wedding. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Fun. Oh. A nude wedding. I do have to toot my own horn, you guys. I came up with my um, first advertisement logo when I was eight years old. You can ask my mom. I was in the shower, and I came out, and I said, "Mom, I have a shampoo." commercial tagline take the tea from tangle and look at your hair from a new angle that was my i came up with that mm-hmm. at the young uh, a prodigy at the young age of eight mm-hmm. masters in marketing yes. who piper <laughs> we have to talk because i'm like you're bringing back to my deca days and i'm like i'm right there with you becca i'm right there oh. with you Damn. But that right there is an eight year old. Uh, I know. Genius. I know. I, You're like, I can't. A prodigy. I a prodigy. I can't help myself. What can I say? 
Anyway, uh, well, what a Sophie, time we've had. We love you so I, much. Thank you so much for joining us. Can you tell tell the broads? Everything will be in the episode notes. Tell the broads where they can find you. What is coming for the future? All oh, these things. Yes. You can find me on Instagram only. I do not. I can only handle my elder millennial ass can only handle Instagram. <laughs> um, my handle is unpaid underscore emotional underscore labor. There you'll see my unhinged hot takes. <laughs> I am not an influencer by any means and have no allegiance to this franchise. So they're pretty scathing. <laughs> but I have a lot of people that I converse. They're like, wow, you're right. I, I, I didn't want to think this, but yeah, I agree with you. So and I also mix it in with some sociopolitical angles. Um, I have a very academic side to me as well, but just go on my page, find out, say hi. Um, in the future, what's coming up, I'm launching a podcast. Yes. Oh, yes. very excited about. So it's a mixture of unpaid emotional labor. The ethos behind that is really dissecting things that are taken for granted and mm. that um, depending on which marginalized identity you identify marginalized identity that you have and just moving through this life of things that a lot of people just take for granted and just processing that and the nuances of those things. So we'll cover a host of issues and it's all anchored with humor and pop culture and obviously bachelor breakdowns with my harsh Love. unhinged takes um, that should be dropping off um, October 18th. Oh the my day before God. Michelle's. Yeah, the day before Michelle's uh, new season of The Bachelorette airs, which I just already know, just from the promo alone, it's giving so much. Oh, so it'll be a great season so to good. recap and dissect. And I don't know, I'm just really excited to take up space, but more importantly, just have crucial conversations and, you know, showcase different perspectives and an approachability to things that are hard for people to stomach sometimes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, well, you have I don't know what, I don't know what I just said. This whole experience has been surreal. I'm going to be driving to my next work meeting and like, I just made a fool of myself, but it's not always a safe space with you too. So I'm just so glad you I are here. No, you are the best. And we'll definitely broads make sure to follow Sophie to stay tuned with her oh, takes and also the podcast, but, all, but then we'll make sure to let you all know when the podcast comes out too. So excited for that. Uh, I appreciate you both so, so much. It's a great, you. great time. We love you. We well, love broads, you, Sophie. we'll chat soon. Chat soon. 